Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your kids, and your partner. We'll give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you. I'm Terrilyn Griffin. I'm Caitlin Gabriel. And I'm Felicia Allen. Let's find the magic together. Hey everyone, it's Felicia. I am here with a magic moment today and oh, this is on my heart. I have had so many close friends and a lot of you on Instagram um, feeling like you have too many big rocks in the jar. I think a lot of us have heard this um, concept from <clears throat> concept from Stephen R. Covey about you know, you have to put the big rocks into your jar first, not the little rocks in reference to, okay, if my my big rocks, the things I'm choosing to do and value are my family and my friends and my work and <laughs> my health, um, I have to prioritize those tasks, those big rocks first, and then um, put in the little rocks like maybe it's, you know, email and taking a certain exercise class that is at an exact time or maybe there's like an acquaintance that has asked you to meet them for coffee um, and those things are less valuable because they don't align with your big rocks and I I love this concept I I get I get it but we recently read a book called 4,000 Weeks and it's by Oliver Berkman, and we're going to do a full episode on this book. It is phenomenal. But one of the things he says is, we've got to drop this big rock analogy because it's not serving people in our modern time. We have way too many big rocks. And in talking to especially women, I mean men too, but mothers, I mean, we've got too many boulders. It's just overwhelming the amount of things that are good that we want to choose that we want to do and we simply can't say yes to all of these things so we know that you can't say yes without saying no and I think the practice of saying no has been repeated and encouraged and I think the the better question is when am I saying this embodied wholehearted deep brave yes. I want to be choosing my yeses very carefully because it's oftentimes not, oh, I'm going to say no to this random high school friend who wants to catch up or, you know what, I'm going to say no to the neighbors who are putting together a little book club. Those those no's have gotten easy for us. I think the bigger question, the harder question for a lot of us is, choosing our yeses, saying no to the things that we want to say yes to initially. And we want to do, we want to choose, but we have to realize that we have these, we have these seasons. And for me, that's a good transitional way to look at it is, okay, this season, whether it's with the year, which I really like to do it by the year, maybe it's the month, maybe it's postpartum, Maybe it's, well, I have four kids and they're all on different schedules. Maybe it's I'm emotionally drained. Maybe I'm physically needing to get my health back to a certain place. We find that space. We take a pause to identify the season that we're in. 
And once we've identified this and our values within that season, we keep that as our litmus test. So in that season, you're going to name your purpose and your priority. And you're only going to say those yeses from that space of clarity. And I think often as women, we say yes because we're running on some sort of alternate fuel instead of running on the fuel of our soul and our purpose and our priority that we are choosing we're running on the fuel of fear shame need for approval um shoulds i was recently talking to um one of you on instagram and you were saying like my i love being a mother i love my role but i'm feeling like tight clenching around my tasks and as we unpacked it we identified that a lot of the times we're running on this fuel of shoulds so it's like I should be having my kid in this in this sport and I should be the mom who's going on the field trips and I should be my kids should be eating and like loving all these foods and my kids should know how to read and I should be showing up for my like side hustle in this way and like all these shoulds are just punching us in the face and taking us down. Um, So a little exercise that I would encourage you to do if you're kind of feeling like, ah, there's so many things I can't keep up. A friend of mine, Laura, if you're listening, she the other day was saying, I feel like I'm holding a really huge handful of marbles and like, and my hands are covered in coconut oil. Like they're just slipping and sliding. I'm trying to hold on to them all and they're just falling and dropping. And like, When we're feeling like we're constantly failing, our subconscious internalizes that as you are a failure. If we set ourselves up for this cycle of continual failing and letting people down and having to dig ourselves out of that hole, we are not showing up for ourselves and then we cannot trust ourselves. And oftentimes we are setting ourselves up for that failure. And I'm saying this from a place of full empathy. I am so guilty of doing this and this helps me so much. So first it's identify those shoulds. So write those down. What are you telling yourself that you should be doing? Um, Even if you're saying, you know, I'm choosing this. I want this. Really though, take some time to go inside and just flesh those all out. Write them all down on a piece of paper and then maybe go through and mark um, ones that emotionally trigger you. I think oftentimes there's some sort of um, subconscious pattern. So in our life, somewhere along the line, we have gotten the idea that we are or we should be a certain way. And you can really identify what these tests are by when you are doing them. So maybe you're like, today I'm going to go, as I'm going through my day, I'm going to notice tasks that are making me have a negative emotional reaction. Um, and you can take those into account. So running people, running carpool, um, texting people back, doing the dishes, whatever they are, what are those tasks? And then what, what is my subconscious telling me? Maybe it's, I should, I should do this because that's what a good mom does, or that's what a good wife does, or, you know, some sort of something resting in our subconscious that is inauthentic to our, 
to our true self. There's also maybe a layer of some sort of a trigger. So my husband should, you know, my husband's not acknowledging me in this task and he should be. Or my kids should appreciate that I make them this snack after school with all their friends coming over and they do not care about me. They just leave the mess here and run out the door and that is so disrespectful. So that's like a respect trigger or appreciation trigger. And really go into and identify all of those things. Lay them out. And once you you have that list, you're at this beautiful space of rebuilding. Um, you're at this clean, clear mindset place where you can say, okay, I might still choose to do any one of these tasks. Or on the other hand, I might choose to delegate, ask someone for help, whatever it is. It's not that you're now just doing whatever you want, willy-nilly watch Netflix all day while everyone else takes care of everything because that's probably not your true integral value. Like you're, you're probably not really going to choose that from an authentic space. So once you're in this space of clear, authentic, grounded in yourself, then you can go through those tasks and from that clear mindset, choose to do them, have that deep, brave yes. Um, And this can turn over into those big like life value choices that we were talking about at the beginning of this. You can use this in the same way by making that list and then consciously from a loving space, deciding how you're going to choose those things and integrate them into your season. And with the smaller everyday tasks, which I find those are the most um, heavy for a lot of parents and mothers, um, you can you can adapt how you look at them from that new that new clear headspace from a headspace that says I value my kids. Um, contribution to our home. So I'm going to set aside 10 extra minutes to teach them how to load the dishwasher because I'm feeling triggered when they just leave all their dishes on the counter and it's throwing me out of my alignment. Um, so you can you can really identify those spots. And I love just knowing anywhere you are, even if you're deep, in this heavy, like yucky feeling, if you stop and you take a second to realign and make a plan, um, so that's going into your soul place. And that's kind of like the mucky waters. That's like your shadow side. Your Once you have gone into that place and sat there with yourself, then you can move into the space that a lot of us try to skip to. And that is the planning and the execution because it feels like we can plan our way or do our way out of a lot of things. And often we just get in this hamster wheel that's spinning and running on the fuel of the subconscious thoughts and all the triggers and all the the fuel of the fear and the shame and the need for approval and the shoulds. So this magic moment is just my... Um, my advice on something that has helped me so much in an area that I struggle in and that is go inside first plan second both are integral but you can't make a plan from a place that isn't aligned to your soul and to your truth 
All right. I hope that was helpful. Um, We appreciate all of you so much and your reviews mean a lot to us. We pull a lot of our listener questions from our reviews. So if you have any questions like these that I kind of touched on today, feel free to leave them in a review. We'd love to answer them. It helps you. It helps us. You can um, also send them to us on Instagram. It means so much to us when you screenshot and share our episodes. That's how the word spreads about podcasts. So we are so grateful for all of those shares as well. All right, let's find the magic. Brown cows.